Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. My guest today is Tara Mitchell, and we're talking about a new way of thinking about leadership. TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barantini-Mo. Joining me today is Tara Mitchell, who's practiced yoga for over 20 years, and she's studied extensively with master yoga teachers and private mentors. She has an MBA in international finance and German, what an interesting combination, and has had an investment career directing billion-dollar fundraising events and developing relationships all around the world. She's also the author of this book, The Yoga of Leadership, A Practical Guide to Health, Happiness, and Inspiring Total Team Engagement. Hi, Tara. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me on, Susan. I really enjoyed your book, and I thought it was an interesting approach to leadership. I loved how you connected it so clearly at the end of each section with a list of questions that I found super, super useful. So the book is this very centered approach to leadership, this very holistic view. And I wondered if you might talk a little bit about why and how you first connected yoga to leadership, why that made sense to you. Uh, thanks, that's a great question. Um, I found it during my yoga teacher trainings that I was learning a lot of things. I, had, I was on, let's say, a temporary hiatus from my investment work, and I immersed myself into these yoga teacher trainings more because I wanted to um, enhance my own yoga practice, not necessarily because I wanted to be a teacher, and it seemed like the best way to do that. So I'm in the middle of this teacher training, and all of a sudden I was learning all of these things and discovering things about myself. And I said, you know what, this is just making me better. It's making me better person, better at, at everything. And I, I had a phone call with a friend of mine uh, who was uh, from also from the investment field. And I told him it was this experience in yoga was making me a better leader. Mm -hmm. And he was a little like mystified by what I was talking about. And I knew it was true. And I, so one of the missions for the book in a way was for me to fully understand that myself and then communicate it in, in, a, in, a, in a book context, because in a way that I thought was uh, would resonate with other folks that were out there working, weren't necessarily always in yoga studios and didn't actually yeah. practice as well as I did. It's really interesting, and, and I, think it's a, I think it's genius and, and absolutely and a brilliant idea to connect the two. I have always found that yoga makes me a better leader, and certainly as someone who just, I just run tense, and so, <laughs> so I think having, you know, doing yoga always makes me feel a little more centered, balanced, calm, and, and so let's say someone's watching this show or listening to the podcast, maybe they've been super stressed out, they're working too hard, they're an old school kind of leader. Um, while they're waiting for their book to arrive, <laughs> what's the, what should they do to get started? What, what is something they can do to really jump in or let's say dip a toe in? Well, let's say, I, I think what we're, what we're coming back to is that yoga, as, as I explained in my book, is, it's, first of all, it's a holistic modality, but it's really about the mind. And so we're trying to center ourselves. And so what I would offer that person as a very easy dip your toe in way to begin to, I guess, become more centered yourself is to do a, a 10 breathing exercise, a 10, a 10 breath breathing exercise. I discuss this in my book under centering and there's a whole host of, it's called pranayama breathing practices in the yoga 
tradition. I love those. I was so glad to have those explained really clearly finally. <laughs> Thank you. And those, so those, they all have evoke an emotional response and, and, and our emotional response then affects our mental response. And so what we're doing when we're breathing deeply, a long, thin inhale followed by a long, thin exhale, is we're helping to cultivate a sense of calm. And if you mm -hmm. simply do this before you're completely crazed, you, I mean, you can't be in a panic attack state and, ex and expect to breathe 10 breaths and something's gonna change. But <laughs> on an everyday basis, if you spend a little bit of time once in a while, uh, when you feel yourself like teetering, um, just close your eyes, sit quietly, take 10 long, thin, deep breaths, inhaling and exhaling fully. And you will discover by the end of the 10th, you will start to, to identify with a felt sense of your nervous system and a felt sense of what calm feels like. And that's, that's just a planting a seed for what can then emerge into this new state of being, what you want to be in most of the time for your own health and well-being and also for your leadership so that you can be a more discerning leader, a more clear-headed leader, uh, a leader that can operate very thoughtfully and not get crazed by whatever else is going on in the external stimuli around them. Yeah, I think that's actually great. Those exercises, I've always heard about them, but never fully understood them, and having them outlined so clearly really helped me. I think and, and we're going to go into a bonus round here. Occasionally I go rogue. Um, two questions. Oh, well, maybe three. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that um, the idea of yoga, for me, I've always found it almost a meditative experience. It allows me to calm and center and not think about business for that moment. And it's that clearing of the mind that helps my mind to be, well, clear so that then the ideas actually come, the solutions come, because I'm not frantically searching for them anymore. I can have more of a presence and be more intentional. I wonder, is that what it, what is it about yoga that makes it so, I mean, I, I know I've read the book, but I mean, you know, for our viewers, for the uninitiated, what is it about yoga that makes it so powerful and, and that makes it have such a strong impact on the rest of our lives? Well, I will give you a little, I'll call it a use case scenario. It's okay. a little thread <laughs> that I taught in a workshop recently uh, that it just gives a little idea of what is happening in actual yoga class. And, and let's, let's talk about the physical practice because a lot of people still identify yoga with the physical mat practice. Mm -hmm. Even though it's actually what's going on with the mind and the rest of you, that's mm -hmm. practice. Um, so you don't have to be on a mat, but let's talk about the mat practice. So when you're on the mat pra practice, what you're doing is you're putting your body into different poses and this helps release tension in your body. When you release tension, it has a relaxation, relaxing effect on your nervous system. Once again, we're talking about the nervous system. Plus, you're usually breathing in a certain way that also helps you relax. So you're releasing tension and you're relaxing your nervous system through your breath, both of those things. And this has a calming effect on the mind. This simply allows you to be more present. It quiets the mind. All of the thoughts that were over, over the course of the class, and I'm sure you've noticed this, the thoughts that were jumping around and, and these thoughts start to move away and, and, and you're just in a quieter place. I call it sp a more spacious place. And it is mm -hmm. a meditative practice and it puts you into that 
part of your mind, your what I call the knowledge layer in my book, where you can be more discerning and your mind is quiet and your, your prefrontal cortex is actually doing its work. It, it, mm-hmm. it, the prefrontal cortex requires a little bit of space. So I'm told I'm not a doctor, but you can't, you can't be just reacting in this reaction space reaction mode in order for you to be using the the most important part of your brain so that's that's kind of the path that a, an actual yoga class can take you through mm-hmm. you can also enter through like an actual seated meditation practice um, or simply starting with the breath uh, there are, or maybe spending some other quiet time taking nature walks and really spending time breathing and calming yourself so there are ways to access this aside from on the mat this, what I'll call yoga is life and getting yourself in that place where you can be more clear and discerning and, 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 and seek out solutions that are um, creative and, and different and healthier for you and for, for others as well. So interesting. I, I thought I, I just, when I, when I got the book, I was like, I'm not sure what this is going to be. Like, I just wasn't sure. But then when I got into it, I'm like, oh, I love this. Yeah, this is everything I believe. This is fantastic. And it's so much more in depth than I have gone myself. And so I really appreciated this book a lot. Really good. Definitely a reference for my desk. So thank you. Thank you for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, viewers. Here's the book. We're going to have links down below so you can find Tara and also get your copy of the book from Amazon. And if you'd like, you can join us in the after show, which we're going to do now. So you can find that at twoquestions.tv. That's our website. So hopefully we'll see you there. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.